Ladies and gentlemen, how do? Welcome to the show. This is the Punk and the Princess. I am Daniel the Punk. And this is Mika the Princess. Yes, two hours of carefully scripted bickering and a mix of amazing music from the likes of Blondie there, who's uh, on tour for in November this year, hopefully, Ooh. with Garbage, um, who we played on the show recently as their opening act. So that'll be fantastic and one to watch out for. And uh, what happens on our show, Mika, is that we play... New artists, as well as those established ones like Blondie. Yes. 
We do play emerging artists emerging and signed artists. artists who's got the talent and the world needs to. Eh, this is. <laughs> come on, we've only been doing it for five minutes. The uh, steroid uh, can't uh, have I'll come that loose. My teeth back Go in two seconds. Go on. Right. Okay. <laughs> so the world needs to hear their music. Like this first one we've got. A self producing indie rock duo from Cambridgeshire who decided to form. And then my computer decided to restart. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, they are called The Applause. Current, yeah, currently working on writing and recording more material. Here's applause with Putting Out Fires. I keep putting out fires In the back of my mind Trying to keep on top of things That I don't even realize It's the way of the world Up at night With these impossible dreams of mine I just hope it'll be alright I just know Princess. 
so that was the applause with Jasmine and vocals and backing vocals, all in guitar, bass, and drums. You like this duo? Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, The Applause Band. I'm really sorry about the earlier on. So I was trying to say was that they decided to form a band together during lockdown, and I really, really love that song. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I yeah. enjoyed the production of it. I enjoyed the the track itself. It was very, yeah, very good. I'm very happy. So thing. that's the applause, and we'll give them this. <laughs> That's enough of that. <laughs> so we are the Punk and the Princess, and whether you listen on your own or with other people, and maybe you can never agree on what to listen to, well, we've got you covered as usual because we'll bring you a real mix of punky and princessy music. And also, this week, we have a special guest. Yes, I'm very excited for that. Yeah, well, coming I up did. on the show later is someone you will know, but we'll not say who right now. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, while we're waiting, though, I want to do this, Mika. Stupid, irrelevant factoid of the week. Right, so because what am I learning today? Well, yeah, you can learn something, but you know the band Arctic Monkeys? Yeah, I know. I really like it. Okay. And, I, and I only just found out where they got their name from. Where are they? Because I, th- I thought there must be monkeys in the Arctic. And then, and then when, I, when I'm thinking about it, and as I do with these things, my, my, my stupid brain goes, mm, I don't think there'll be monkeys in the Arctic, but they are furry, I suppose. But they tend to live in warm climates. So I, I, anyway, I, I couldn't quite figure out why. And it's not that at all. There are no monkeys in the, in the Arctic, it would seem. But uh, yeah, in England, cheeky northern kids are quite often dismissed in derogatory terms as being northern monkeys. And Why northern? Well, that's because they're from the north. Yeah, but, the north but, but of England. why not southern? So, well, maybe there are southern monkeys as well, but I'd, I'd, you don't sort of hear that as much. You just that get Western described Eastern? as northern monkeys. It just seems to be this thing uh, all over England where the people in the north who are a bit cheeky, cheeky chappy kind of thing are known as northern monkeys. And according to the band, it doesn't get any more northern than the Arctic. So that's where they get the Arctic monkeys. And that is my... Stupid, irrelevant factoid... Of the week. And here's the Arctic Monkeys with I Bet You Look Good on the Dance Floor.
punk and the princess. Yes, that was the Arctic Monkeys with I Bet You Look Good on the Dance Floor, so-called because they are northern monkeys from very far north in the Arctic. Well, they're not really, but you know what I mean. So that's the lesson for the day from (laughs) Daniel Hunt. I told you it was stupid (laughs) and irrelevant, but it's still a good factoid. But Mika, on this show, we do something called... The the Track Off. off. The Track Off. off. Yes, the first Track Off is from... Chicago, we've got Arson's Well with Serve the Verve. And from the UK, we've got Distance from Zero with Blasphemy. The track off. Yes, that's two tracks in the track off. We put them together on a, a social media poll on Twitter and we asked people to vote and the winner will play out the show, but we will play both tracks. So they just submitted their music through our website, www.thepunkandtheprincess.com. They sent us their music and we liked it. So we pitched them against each other and we'll play them both. And one of them will be crowned the winner at the end. That's it. Yeah, and this time I'll be playing a song by an American rock band who describes the song as for the stay-at-home dreamers, the Zoom graduators, the sourdough bakers and the essential workers. Here's Weezer with Hero. from Silence is the voice of a new generation Then I could live up to a 
Rapunzel. And the princess. Yeah, that's great. That's for all of the heroes through the, this pandemic all over the world. Everyone who helped to ease people's suffering and who is continuing to help people recover and with their mental health as well because we always like to say on this show look after yourself talk to each other use music use social media just stay well yeah be kind be kind yeah that's all i can say oh mika yes you know i've just done a stupid irrelevant factoid uh-huh well i've got something else for you now stupid irrelevant quiz questions of the week because I know you love these so much but this one you like because I happen to know that you're a bit of a fan so my question is what is the full name of the Japanese character Hello Kitty Kitty White Kitty White (laughs) yes I I thought you would know that because you you are still a young princess I I thought you were going to say because you've got some kitty Don't tell people. What have you got with Hello Kitty on it? You must have something. I know. I know what you like. Not saying anything. Anyway, you're in danger of this. You're in danger of turning Japanese. Japanese, I think I'm turning Japanese, I really think 
Pum. And the princess. So, Mika, it's time now to play both tracks in the track off. So, who have we got? So, our first track off was formed in 2000 by a group of actors at the Lyric Opera of Chicago, bringing together an eclectic combination of classic rock, blues, and vocal harmonies mixed with a modern style. Sponsored by Jägermeister, the band developed a loyal following in Chicago. Here's their 2021 single, our first track off. Arson's well with serve the verve. The track Dominic Harris in the lead guitar, Bill Tistel in drummer and backing vocals, and Jay Harnish on bass. That's Arsons Well. You like them? Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Arsons Well Band. So the second track off, we've got a post punk duo and real life partners 
originally from Manchester, UK, now based in Falmouth. Here's Distance from Zero with Blasphemy. Collier in bass, vocals, guitar, and Donna Marie Stevens in vocals and keys. You like this duo? Follow them on Facebook, Distance from Zero, Twitter, Distance from Zay One, and Instagram, Distance from Zero underscore band. Yeah, two great tracks there, Mika. Good yeah, choices. Absolutely. Yes, that was the two tracks in the, the track off. In the track off this week. We put them together on a poll on Twitter. People voted for them and the winner will play out the show. But in the meantime, let's play something that people might know. Yeah, it's something new. Well, new wish from 2020. From a, from an, from a song <laughs> by an English <laughs> indie pop band. Here's Bastille with Graham Coxon in What You Gonna Do. Control, got my intention. 
The Punk and the Princess. And the princess. So now, Mika, I'd like to welcome to the show a man described after a recent home lockdown performance on television as looking younger than his own kids, the amazing talent that is Chesney Hawks. Hello. Hello, guys. How are you? We're good. Welcome to the show. You actually seem to have thrived over the past year, so how have things been? It's funny. I I almost... I'm guilty saying that I've enjoyed it. <laughs> it's not it's not right to say that about this pandemic, is it? But my life in normal times is uh, is very much kind of traveling back and forth between LA and, and Europe, um, doing gigs. And yeah. I spend, you know, quite a lot of time away on tour, um, away from my family. And um, I, I guess my wife always says I'm like a broken record saying, how can I, I need to spend more time, figure out how to spend more time with you guys. And, you know, maybe I manifested a pandemic, so I, I, I apologize for that. Um, <laughs> I don't think we blame you. <laughs> yeah, it was my fault. But so I, I uh, you know, I've enjoyed it. I've, I've had, you know, quality time with, with my beautiful family. And, you know, just it's, that part of it's been really nice. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, f- I know, felt very rich. similar. But um, I've, I've got to the stage now where I'm sick of it now. I just want, <laughs> want things back, back to normal. Now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you feel like that? Oh, definitely, yeah. And in fact, I have gigs coming up next month, so I'm going to be coming back to the UK. And uh, you know, that's if they're all still going to happen. But I mean, I'm acting like I've bought my flight. I'm, I'm coming over. I'm acting like they're on. So. Oh, that's fantastic! You've just released the Sunset Sessions EP, which has fantastic production values, by the way, and some of the best harmonies I think anyone will ever hear from Chrissy and the not too shabby duo vocal from Nick Kershaw on Lost in You, which I'll play in a minute. So what was the process for writing and recording and has it changed because of the pandemic? Um, yeah, the, this particular EP uh, was all basically because of the pandemic. Um, Nick and I um, obviously have been mates for, for many, many years. And that was a song that we had written together. Um, and we just thought, hey, let's just do a little duet and just stick it out on YouTube. And that's what we did during the pandemic. And the same thing happened with my wife and I, Chrissy. And we wrote a little song, having watched Normal People, <laughs> that show that everyone was into right in the middle of the pandemic. And there's a line the lead characters say through the show, which is, it's not like this with other people. And I guess we resonated with that. And we wrote this little song and did the same thing, did a little video and put it on YouTube. Um, and I've been, you know, randomly recording very, very acoustically through the pandemic, just literally basic instrumentation, like just me and a guitar, me and a piano. Um, and, and of course, you know if I had my guests on like Nick or Chrissy and do you see that continuing or is that a one-off no I I think it will continue actually one of the main reasons I I put this out now is because I have a a studio album um, coming out in a couple of months (laughs) okay well here it is we'll play Lost in You by Chesney Hawks and Nick Kershaw 
Yes, it's so loud, yeah, too loud. Just me and these four walls and my empty TV. So I close my eyes and I open my heart and I find myself lost. Had enough of this cold night. It's so long, too long. Only you can make it feel right, alright for me. So I close my eyes and I open my heart and I find myself lost in you. The punk and the princess. So we want to get to the very heart of just who Chesney Hawks really is with some in-depth and decisive questioning. And that means handing you over to the journalistic genius that is our princess, Mika Mamon. Hello, Chesney. Hello, lovely Mika. Hello. Love, lovely to talk to you. Um, I'm a big fan, by the way, so I'm a bit starstruck with them all. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I do have a few things to ask you, but let's start with this. The one and only what? <laughs> the one and only what? you. <laughs> that's what it's about. It's, it's a self-empowering lyric, that one. And I think that's why it kind of resonated so so much for, uh, with people. You know, I've had so many people contacting me over the years that felt that empowerment from the song. You know, it's quite yeah. a, because it has that self-empowerment message. I think that's why it resonated so much, so well. So really, it's the one and only you, Mika. But, but I, I've, been, I've been on Facebook and there are actually dozens of you. There's dozens of Chesney Hawks. Yeah, Many of them are female. It. Yeah. So, so really, you're not. No, no, I, do. I, I get that all the time. You know, that people that, that kind of, I don't know, want to imitate me on Instagram and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and I often do, you know, I do often get... Uh, 
people saying that on Twitter. It looks like you're not the one and only. <laughs> Quite. <laughs> so I know you have met a lot of celebrities in your time, but who is the nicest celebrity you've ever met? Wow, that's mm. a good question. Um, <laughs> hmm. Uh, well, Princess Diana was pretty lovely. Oh, you met Princess was, Diana. Um, wow. Very, very sweet. How did that um, come about? It was one of those um, at, at the palace. Yeah, I, I can't even remember what it was about. I, yeah, I think it was um, something to do with a, a charity event. Um, and I was standing <laughs> in a lineup behind Kylie Minogue. And, and on the other side was Boy George, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so a very surreal moment. But she couldn't have been more lovely. Um, she, she made everybody in that lineup feel like you know they were the one and only have I? <laughs> that's great and what about the worst <gasps> it's just us you know people? just the three of us you yeah, know it's just nobody's us. listening <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness come on dig the dirt oh goodness me I, that's tough that's a real tough one how am I supposed to say that <laughs> I mean I could if it really was just the three of us <laughs> I would dish the dirt, I'm telling you that. But I don't need to be nah, it's all right. Yeah, okay. yeah, we'll, we'll pass we'll, that one. We won't push here. <laughs> all right, let's go to the next question. I tried. <laughs> you did, you did. You're very naughty. <laughs> what did you want to be when you were at school? Oh, to be honest with you, I, I came out singing. Um, I never wanted to do anything else. I grew up in a very rock and roll household. My dad was uh, in, in the tremolos yeah. in the 60s band. And so um, there were guitars propped up in every corner and dad even had a little recording studio. And uh, and so, I mean, I, re I made a record when I was nine, Mika. So wow. I never wanted, the only other job that I ever had, that I've ever had that's away from music was a paper boy at like 15. I was Billy Ocean's paper boy. He lived <laughs> in the road to us. <laughs> I was a paper boy too, but I don't think I had anyone famous on my round. <laughs> Not that I remember. And it's really weird because right, it's, it's kind of come full circle because I'm now with the same manager as Billy. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. I thought you were going to say you're now back out delivering papers. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. what was your favourite toy as a kid? Toy? Oh, I had this little cuddly dog called Cuddles and oh. I still have it, would you believe? Really? Wow. It now lives, it now lives in my daughter's bed. Uh, finally from me your sister Keely performed with the band Transistor and also yes. has solo releases what's your favourite track she's done and we'll play that now oh how wonderful it's funny because my sister I mean she's an incredible artist a beautiful voice and an amazing songwriter and I've, yeah. I've always written with Keely over the years in fact we had a little band together called Marvelous Mechanical Mouse mm -hmm. uh, is, that, uh, is that music available yes it is yeah wow. yeah it is it's all on Spotify and everything so there's, there's a song from that record um, that I absolutely love it's called uh, When in Rome um, it's just one of my favourites of Keeley's. But if I was going to choose um, a, a Transistor song, which was the band she was in with um, Gary Clark from Danny Wilson, <laughs> um, it would probably be uh, Flow, which was on their actually only album that they made. Fantastic. Oh, we'll great. play that now. This is Flow by Transistor.
the punk. And the princess. She's amazingly talented. She really is my sister. I'm not just being biased because she's my little sister. <laughs> she's an incredible um, artist. Okay, so that's with Transistor. Um, something people may not know is that you're actually British. I certainly didn't <laughs> at the time. I've always believed my entire life that yeah. Chesney Hawks was American. Yeah, neither did I. You even have the most American sounding name ever. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit American sounding actually. Isn't it? Then, of course, you, can, you can't pronounce hawks, and it's like hawks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds like you're clearing your throat. Yeah. <laughs> What's the most British thing that you still do? Oh, God. Well, because I live here, it's really hard to get things like Marmite. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> why would you? I have people, uh, why would you? Yeah, yeah, so you're a Marmite baby then. What about you, Mick? Are you a Marmite baby? Oh, I hate Marmite. Oh, God, I'm talking to the wrong people then, aren't <laughs> Sorry. I? I had a friend who's a, a steward with Virgin, and he came over recently, and I'd had, because I hadn't been back uh, home for so long, I'd run out of Marmite, and my kids love Marmite as well, so... You'll so be getting people me. presenting it to you when you're on tour now, when you come yeah, over. Yeah, be careful what you wish no, for. <laughs> <laughs> or, or throwing it at you, maybe, on <laughs> stage. No, you wouldn't want that. Back in the day, I remember I very inadvertently, innocently said that I was a big Simpsons fan. And, oh my God, I had so many, like, Bart Simpson dolls and, you know, all sorts of things, like me as a Simpsons character. (laughs) (laughs) We we, we won't say anything to anybody. We'll keep it between just the three of us. (laughs) Is there anything you miss about the UK? Oh, a lot. I mean, general kind of, you know, banter. You know, that mm-hmm. kind of like ironic, kind of sarcastic, kind of taking the piss a little bit of each, you know, your friends. That that kind of thing doesn't necessarily go down so well over here. <laughs> oh, well, uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's what I love about it. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot. Um, pub culture, that kind of community yeah. spirit. Mm. they don't really have over here you know, they don't really know how to do pubs you know yeah. uh, and then while we're on the subject of pubs they don't really know how to do beer either <laughs> like like proper ale you know like a session ale they yeah no idea it's i can understand why you'd miss that yeah exactly <laughs> and, and and the the pleasant green land of our beautiful isle you know over here i'm living in a desert yeah but it's only green because it rains all the time <laughs> Swings and roundabouts, you know? We can get rid of the rain, yeah. (laughs) My friend says about the sunshine over here, he said, never trust anywhere where the sun always shines. Mm. (laughs) That one's sick for (laughs) me. So do you have any other hobbies? Like, do you collect things apart from awards like Grammys and Oscars? (laughs) (laughs) I don't have have any Oscars. (laughs) Well, that's a goal, I guess. That's a... It's a possible goal. Um, I have a bit of an obsession with longboards, as in skateboards, but the big ones. Not, oh, I, yeah. so I, don't, I love skateboarding, but I don't do like the tricks and stuff like that because yeah. I'll probably just break my ankle or something. But I st- started this years and years ago. These lo- the big longboards, and and it was literally to go from pub to pub. Like we, we used to get together, uh, my brother and and a few friends. And we had a little skateboarding gang and we'd, we'd go to one pub where we knew there was kind of a hill going down to another pub. <laughs> and so we, got, we all got obsessed with these longboards and I've got about 12, 15 of them or something like that. So wow. they're all, my kids all use them now. So there you yeah. go, I collect longboards. <laughs> 
Do you surf? I have done, uh, but no, it's not something that I am kind of drawn to, really. I, I think I like to be on terra firma. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. That's just because the, the two things uh, sometimes go hand in hand, don't they? They do. No, they definitely do. Boarding and and, and in fact, California is like the you know the number one place for um, surfing and for skateboarding. There's mm. like a real yeah. skateboarding culture over here. Yeah. Well, again, you've got the weather for it. We don't so much here. No, Skateboarding through the rain isn't uh, isn't that pleasant. But really <laughs> well, people, people might not actually know, as well as that you you were British, they might not actually know that Nick Kershaw wrote the song you're best known for, so the one and only. And, and again, I didn't until I wanted to play it on the show. So, what secrets do you actually know about him that you blackmailed him with not to do it himself? <laughs> Because you must have something, because he could have released that track on his own and made a major oh, hit no, of it. And he's, he's probably regretted that ever since. Uh, but <laughs> he's actually been asked that question quite a lot. Oh. And he, he always says that at that particular time in his career, kind of early 90s, he'd kind of taken a sabbatical from re- releasing his own records and he wanted to kind of make it in, into like, you know, writing for other people. Mm-hmm. So I was lucky that I came along at that particular moment I just finished filming a a film um, with Roger Daltrey um, and the the soundtrack for that uh, film was going to be my first album and when when we were looking for a possible single from that album the record company went well maybe let's look at a couple of external songs from somewhere and so that song came along through my dad he found it um, you know, he had a friend that used to publish Nick, and and he played the song, and he said, "What do you th- what do you think?" And he said, "Well, it's obviously a Nick Kershaw record. Chesney will be happy because he's a massive fan." <laughs> and he said, "Well, it is Nick. Obviously, you can hear his voice and everything." Mm. Um, so he brought the cassette to me. Remember those? <laughs> yeah. And uh, it had about fifteen songs on it, one including the one and only, and a few others. And I and I still have that cassette. And I'd asterisked on the one and only, and oh. and a few others. But nobody in the in the the whole kind of production team around me wanted to do it because they wanted to keep it all in house with the people. You know, I'd written a few songs on the uh, on the soundtrack album and a few other people, and uh, they wanted to keep it in house. And nobody wanted to do it, including Roger. You know, because it was film production people as well as management and record label and all that. And it took a little bit of persuasion from me and my dad. I wanted to do it because I wanted to meet Nick. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Yeah. So you and Chrissy, you're obviously both actors and singers. Um, would you want your kids to do the same? Well, there's no stopping that, unfortunately. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're, all, they're all in the arts. My, my 19-year-old, uh, Casey, is a, he's an actor, darling. He's a, yeah. a thespian. You know, he went through one of those kind of fame schools over here. And uh, he, he loves the theatre. In fact, he, he starred in Godspell with me. I played Jesus and he played my disciple a couple of years ago now. So I still got to tell him what to do. And my daughter is a singer as well and, and, uh, and an actress. And, and then my, my youngest, uh, he's 15, is the most incredible guitar player. You know, he, he basically sleeps with his guitar. It's, a, it's an obsession and he's really, really good. He's, yeah. he's, he's excellent. That was good. <laughs> so what's the favourite track by your dad's band, The Tremolos, and we'll play it? Oh, nice. I have so many. Um, <laughs> I had to pick one. Um, I, I think I would go for Me and My Life. And they won an award for, for the spring reverb on the snare. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. We'll definitely play that right now. Here's Me and My Life by the Tremolos. 
might well just find Pump. And the princess. Now it's time for True Oh false. <laughs> but effectively, uh, I'm just going to give you a few questions and you say whether they're true or false, and if it's correct, you'll get this. And if it isn't, you'll get this. <laughs> Pretty straightforward. <laughs> Yeah, sounds good to me. Let's do it. Okay, so the singer Chesney Hawks has more Twitter followers than the ex-US president Bill Clinton. Is that true? Oh, false. <laughs> that has to be false. <laughs> well, Chesney Hawks has 50.2 thousand and Bill Clinton has 13.3 million. <laughs> so you were correct. <laughs> okay, next one. Roger Daltrey, who you starred alongside and you mentioned earlier in Buddy's Song, of course, once mm-hmm. ate a live frog for a bet. <laughs> Is that true or false? Not sound like Roger at all. I can't imagine that. I'm going to say false. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well done. <laughs> I always, th- I always thought of him as a bit of a wild man, you know. He's, he's, he kind of grew up around Keith Moon. How could he not be? So I, I, I thought that was a good question to make up. <laughs> well, the thing is, I know Roger quite well, obviously, and and I think out of all of the members in in the band, he's probably the least rock and roll. 
<laughs> right, okay. So from the outside looking in, you don't see that, but I'll take your word for it. Okay, final one. Nick Kershaw's first band were called Half Pint Hog, and they played nothing but Deep Purple songs. Is that true? Oh, false. <laughs> I thought his first band was called Fusion. Half mm. Pint Hog. I've never heard that before, but I could... I could imagine him doing Deep Purple songs. Oh, if I get this wrong, it's bad, isn't it? <laughs> it's just a friend. It's just for fun. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It'll come back to haunt me. <laughs> Nick, Nick would be calling me up. Did you really think I had a, a band called Half Pint Hog that did Deep Purple covers? All right, I'm going to say false. Oh, you were doing so well there, but two, two out of three ain't bad. But yeah, you're, you're going to have to ask him about that one. And, it, you know, it may be it's false reporting, but and, and I might have to sack our researcher. <laughs> Who is I'll me, by the way? Right now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to send a text right now so that by the end of this lovely recording we're doing now, we'll know if it really is true or not. It's because you can't stand losing, really, isn't it? No, no. <laughs> I can't imagine that this is true. I guess it must be. Your research team... I'm sure have uh, have come up with trumps. So while while you're texting Nick, then what's your favourite Nick Kershaw track? And we'll play that now. Oh, so many again. I, I was such a huge Nick fan. What do you think the fans would like to hear then? Um, why don't we go for um, "Wouldn't It Be Good"? I mean, I know it sounds like a, it's an oh, obvious like choice and it's a bit bit obvious, but it's such a wonderful yeah, song. Yeah, I love that. Okay, here's "Wouldn't It Be Good" by Nick Kershaw.
The Punk and the Princess. I work as a frontline nurse and during the pandemic it was obviously stressful and the impact was devastating. Music was my distressor and it was good to fundraise. But tell us about your charity work. Well, I mean, as I get older, I'm, I definitely have felt like I want to give back more. Mm. I've been given this crazy thing you call fame. You know, I wanted to use it for, for good and, and for, for whatever reason people do listen to, to famous people. I don't yeah. know why, but it, you know, you have a little bit of a voice. Yeah, of course. So yeah. If, I, if I could use that um, to good effect, um, then, I, then I will. And I have been, you know. Um, mm. In fact, through, through the pandemic, I've been doing a lot of stuff with um, mental health charities. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I started a podcast myself called We, we Are All A Bit Mental, and we're, where I get together with friends and guests and uh, we, we, we talk about our, our own mental health and we don't have any taboos. We can talk about everything and we can laugh. It's been a, a wonderful journey, that one, and it's actually starting to do well, really well. Like, mm. I know your podcast has been doing really well too, which is wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Something that born out of the of the pandemic that yeah. it wouldn't have happened um, otherwise. And know. we always put the message out on the show that support is available. Support is out there for people, and, and there's a lot of um, negative reporting about mental health services. But you only need to go online. You, you know, mental health and good mental health doesn't just come from services that we buy it comes from conversations with each other it comes from groups online there's loads of things on good stuff on social media social media quite often gets a bad reputation but there's lots of good stuff out there for, for supporting people with their mental health and well-being so we yeah. just like to put that message out there that was one of the um, topics on, on a, one of our shows was about the fact that social media can actually help 
and it does get a bad reputation and you, you don't you don't necessarily hear the good stories yeah. you know yeah. uh, we had dj uh, shlomo on fantastic bit of world record-breaking beatboxer he was really really successful and he you know he brought out ed sheeran onto one of his shows playing festivals and he's done very 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 well and and seemingly had everything but but he he had uh, you know like a, a mental health breakdown basically yeah. and uh, so he came on and and told us about how social media had kind of really helped him. And where can people find that podcast? Oh, we are all a bit mental.com. Right, so how did the collaboration with Adam Schlesinger come about? Bless him. I miss him. Mm-hmm. Um, we met in in New York and he was in a band called Fountains of Wayne and they, they had just started releasing and uh, my publisher um, put me with Adam and uh, and I fell in love with the band. I, mean, I, mem- I remember she sent me a link to the band before I even met him mm-hmm. um, and they hadn't had any success at that point. They'd had underground um, stuff in New York but they hadn't had any success really. And so Adam and I got together and we wrote this song and we wrote two songs that day but there's a song called Stay Away Baby J. Yeah. which I always loved and and Adam was so great with the recording for me because he's a fantastic genius uh, songwriter I mean just so amazing with like catchy melodies and one of those kind of another level type of uh, writers that sometimes you come across you know he made me do play everything because he wanted it to be he wanted it all to be me as an artist you oh. know <laughs> so so I remember playing the solo to that and him kind of encouraged even though he's an amazing guitar player um, him encouraging me um, and you know he's one of the people that made me realize that actually I can do this you know it's a we all need those kind of mentors I think in life Nick's been that for me for sure Adam was one that uh, has just kind of given me confidence to, to kind of come out of my shell as an artist yeah well let's play the track here Stay Away Baby Jane by Chesney Hawks and Adam Schlesinger if you love and you don't Try not to care Just like him Well, it seems
the punk. And the princess. You tutored with Chrissy on It's Not Like This. Would you come with you to perform live? It's funny. Um, she she could, um, but she, she's not really... Uh, she hasn't really done a lot of singing in, in her in her time at all. Um, she, you know, she's got a lovely tone, and that's the first time mm. I'd ever recorded her. Um, wow. So <laughs> she probably would if if she was in the country with me and uh, you know fancied getting up. But I think she would be incredibly nervous. Right. It's not it's not in her comfort zone at all. Yeah. But but it, she was fine when we were doing the video and we were facing each other, and I was. You know, helping her along, giving her a yeah. confidence boost. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't give that vibe at all. It's, it's amazing it's a, and a really great yeah, performance. Yeah. What about the kids? Uh, yeah, I definitely would have them on stage with me for sure. Yeah, but would they come on stage with you? I mean, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> if, <laughs> is it if cool? <laughs> if Indy chooses me worthy, then uh, then yeah, then I guess that could happen. He actually really wants to come and tour with me wow. um, because my my brother is the drummer in my band, and my guitarist is uh, his teacher, his guitar teacher. Oh. So he wants to come, and I'm going to try and desperately to make that happen uh, this year. Uh, where he's, you know, comes on, comes along uh, and jumps up on stage and does the, the solo for the one and only, or, yeah. you know, he would love it. He would love that. So you mentioned a tour and live performances. As Mika alluded to earlier, she's a singer-songwriter. I'm going to play you a track and then I have a question for you. My future is bright and my ceilings is high My oh my, you won't take my life There's times it may be hard Knocking once or twice The rain it kept pouring Underneath there's no lies But just like in the movies You take a hold of love And just like on the TV You never, ever give up It's in never the hearts now never give up. We, we are strong now never give up. We got the beat now We are strong now. Never give up. We got the Never give up, I will never give up By the strength of love, it will take me above Pair of doves, it's only right By the grace of love Take your time, but you lead the fight The day will shine, but you need the night I'm a knight, but I need a mic The tunnel is long, but I see the light Wake up, you've got this day Rise up, we're here to stay We can find a way Never, 
It's in our hearts now. We are strong now. We got the beat now. So that was Never Give Up by Mika Mamon. It was written in support of two of her friends who were battling cancer at the same time. She wrote this song and, uh, and, and released it. She's written plenty more and they've, they've done very well, won awards and things like that. But I have a question for you. First of all, what do you think of that kind of music and that track? <laughs> but it sounded great. I mean, I, I would love to hear more, Mika. Well, the question I have for you is this. You're planning a tour and you're going to choose your support. So you can have either... <laughs> I'm going to give you either Billie Eilish, Taylor Swift, or Mika Mamon. So come on, who's it going to be? Don't forget I'm listening. Just saying. <laughs> I really choose Mika all day long, of course. Yeah, of course. I'm a bit worried about her. She, she, like, you know, when you when you choose, like, a really good act like Mika to, to open up for you, then, you, you know, it's hard to follow. So that's the only issue I might have. Well, I'm going to give you this. Yeah, I can see the headline news now though. Chesney Hawks turns down Taylor Swift support slot on forthcoming tour. (laughs) You're going to get slaughtered on social media for that. Anyway, thank you for that, Chesney. You're very welcome, my darling. I'll see you on tour. So we mentioned the collaboration with Chrissy on It's Not Like This. It is a beautiful track and you mentioned a bit of the story behind it. But before we play it, I just want to say thank you for coming on the show and best of luck with the tour and, of course, the Sunset Sessions EP. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you did mention you've got some tours, haven't you, Chesney? Yeah, yeah, I'm touring in support of, of my album that will be coming out. Um, well, I think it's released at the end of August. We'll probably put a single out in, in uh, July. So, so yeah, anybody's interested in coming to see me live, uh, chesneyhawks.com. So thank you, Chesney. Follow Chesney on social media, all links at chesneyhawks.com. Go on YouTube and watch the interviews and, of course, listen to the music out on all platforms. Five albums, albums and a dozen singles are fabulous. So we look forward to seeing you live soon. And if you're ever in the North and North Yorkshire, drop us a line and we'll buy you dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. I thought we just go to the pub. <laughs> yeah, with there's plenty around us. Yeah. Finally, then um, choose any track you like by your favourite artists or just something that means something to you and dedicate it to someone, and we'll just drop it into the show later with your dedication. Okay, um, I'm going to go with um, John Lennon's "Isolation," which has definitely kept me company through lockdown. 
and very appropriate too. Well, we've really enjoyed your company. No, I, I appreciate you know your research into my other music because a lot of the times I I do interviews and all they want to hear about is the one and only. So I, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's been fantastic. Thank you very much for that. And uh, did you get a text back, by the way? Oh, I didn't look. Uh, yeah, all I said was half pint hog question mark, and he said uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move right on then with "It's Not Like This" by Chrissy and Chesney Hawks. The Punk and the Princess. I wish you'd say what's on your mind If we could read between these lines We wouldn't waste this precious time And though we might not know it yet This may be all the time we get And it won't matter what we said But it's not like this it's not like this at all It's not like this With other people Not at all There's a void that she can't feel No cure from some little pill I am lost without you No matter where we go from here Days, weeks, months, years Love will never disappear All I know is It's not like this It's not like this at all It's not like this With other people Sunsets tonight Compare them all to you These are the moments that I know you feel them too Yes, you do And you know it's not like this It's not like this at all It's not like this With other people It's not like this at all It's not like this With other people Not at all Not at all Not at all The Punk And the Princess so Chesney, before you finally go, who do you want to dedicate your hit song to? This next song, the one and only, is dedicated to the surgical admissions team at James Cook University Hospital. Hey guys. The Punk and the Princess.
Well, wasn't he nice, Mika? Absolutely, <laughs> lovely guy. absolutely lovely person, yeah. Yeah, I'm that. Li- yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, the offer. Oh, yeah, the tour, yeah. We, well, right, Chester, we'll all I'm be there. Be waiting for that, okay? Check out mikamamon.com <laughs> for further details of a forthcoming tour with Chesney Hawks, the one and only Chesney Hawks. Oh, wish. Anyway. <laughs> well, I'm going to dedicate that song to Clara Madison, who I know uses it as an empowerment song. So, my next song is from a very talented guitarist, keyboardist, singer songwriter from Nacogdoches, Texas. I'm getting better at this. Yeah. Who at the age of 14 realized that the only career he truly desired was in music? Graduating magna cum laude at the Stephen F. Austin State University with a Bachelor of Music in Sound Recording Technology degree, I'm very proud to present to you my nephew, Daniel Carboni with Without You. Can't get you out of my head, but I don't want to. Still got me left up And the 
Princess. So that was my nephew Daniel Carboni with Without You. Like him? Follow him on Facebook, Daniel Carboni Music, and Instagram and Twitter, Carboni. X-I-I-I. That was fantastic. I really like that. I He's do. such that a talent, that guy. That's my favorite music. Yeah. I like to say hi to Cookie, his mom. That's my first cousin. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris, and to all my nephews, my aunts, everybody out there in Texas. Hello, guys. And I'll just say hello to everyone because I yeah. don't have any friends. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got you. Oh, sometimes. You like me, don't you? Sometimes I'm your friend, sometimes I'm not. Especially yeah. when you do that true or false. <laughs> Those quizzes that I fail, <laughs> I rarely get a good score. Uh, you you always get them, Mika. You're very clever. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to get a friend. I know, I know. <laughs> but in the meantime, there's this. So this is Chesney Hawks on the Punk and the Princess radio show. All right, guys, here we go with Stacy's Mum by Fountains of Wayne.
Pung. And the princess. So our next unsigned artist is a veritable supergroup of musicians from across the northwest of England. They've been compared to Elvis Costello, Dexter's Midnight Runners and the Style Councils. Here's their new single, The Ragamuffins with Dreaming of the Summer. Princess. Come on, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
We've got Alex Pearson in bass and Moog, Sam Perrin, Seth Case vocals, piano, Florin Kirio in trumpet, David Jan Jags vocal, guitar, piano, Tom Harris saxophone, Caitlin Ling McEvoy saxophone, Thomas Fraben guitar and vocals, and William Graham in drums. Follow them on Facebook, The Rugger Muffins UK, Instagram and Twitter, The Rugger Muffins. Can't help dance to that one, can you, Mika? I know. That's Dreaming of the Summer. Their latest single. The punk. And the princess. So while he was on the show earlier, Mika, if you remember, um, Chesney asked us to play Isolation by John Lennon. Yes, he did. So I'm going to play that now and I'm going to dedicate it to anyone who's stuck at home or feeling a bit lonely or sad. Go on to our social media, seek out some friends to talk to, including us too if you like, and of course, listen to the show. You can download them all from the podcasts and uh, just go to thepunkandtheprincess.com and send us your music through like the Ragamuffins did because we love to play emerging artists on this show as well as brilliant music by the likes of people like John Lennon and like this isolation. People say we got it made Don't they know we're so afraid We're afraid to be alone Everybody got to have a home Isolation Just a boy and a little girl Trying to change the whole wide world Isolation The world is just a little town Everybody trying to put us down a human Disappear, but the world may not have many years. 
Isolation by John Lennon there. I actually never heard that song before. I couldn't believe it. I've never heard this next one either because if you remember as well, Chesney Hawks did a, a band with his sister when he was younger yeah. called Marvellous Mechanical Mouse, which is a marvellous name. I've not heard this song before. I'm kind of keeping my fingers crossed that it's clean. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know you know Chesney, he, he, he didn't seem to be the kind of person who would be in a, like well. a, a vicious, shouty, sweary punk song. Well, we'll know about it after the song. Won't well, we? we will, yeah. So fingers crossed. Shall we start praying now, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> when in Rome, as they say, do as the Romans do, and when on the sh- on a radio show, don't do what we're doing. Don't try this at home, folks. <laughs> it might end in disaster. This is a non-sweary version. We hope of marvelous mechanical mouses when in Rome. Princess.
Fortunately, Mika, it was clean. (laughs) It was also very nice. I really like that. It's very smooth. Yeah. Thanks very much for for that. And that was Chesney and Keely Hawks. Yes. But we don't know anything more about them. Because there isn't a huge amount out there of information. So maybe... 2009. 2009. They released three singles and one went into charity, something like that. Yeah, I'm just the international. I'm more of like scraping it now. Yeah, I know. We had to squeeze the information out of Google for that one. Sorry, Jesse, if you got the information wrong, but that's all I could see. Yeah, maybe they'd put a bio out on your your website there. Uh, But that's Marvellous Mechanical Mouse and When in Rome. If you liked it, look them up. And uh, it's all on Spotify and their uh, videos are on YouTube. So... He also asked, oh, he's asked <laughs> and this is, the, this is the Chesney Hawks uh, <laughs> hour of the show, this one, isn't it? Uh, he also asked us to play this, Wouldn't It Be Good by Nick Kershaw, and Wouldn't It Be Good to Play It? One of my favourites. Okay, well, Come let's on, go. hit it.
The Punk and the Princess. So that's it, Miku. We're coming to the end of the show. Yeah, Can you believe it? Yeah, I'd like to say thank you to all the people listening to the show. And if you like us, follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Punk and Princess. And visit our website, thepunkandtheprincess.com. To all the radio station, Chesney Hawks, to all the public, everybody who loves us, and even those who don't like us, <laughs> we love you. Thank you so much. Yes, Mika, that's the, that's the end of the show. Send us your music. Don't forget, we want to hear what you want to play. And it's only one thing left, Mika, and that is to announce the winner of... The, the Track Off. And the winner is... Orson's Well with Serve the Verve.
Punk. And the princess. 